This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Pacific trade wind direction for the Corn Belt. The ENSO is tracked by the Southern Oscillation Index, which is a measurement of the trade winds tracked by the Australian Bureau of Meteorology. According to the Queensland government, the Southern Oscillation Index, or SOI, is a standardized index of the barometric pressures over Darwin, Australia, and Tahiti. Climate scientists use the SOI to assess the strength of the El Nino-Southern Oscillation phenomenon, which in Queensland accounts for nearly 25% of their year-to-year rainfall variability. My wife and I, further retired, plan to check out the trade winds in the South Pacific personally in late March on a six-island cruise of Tahiti. The current high SOI readings for this La Nina appear to have peaked January 1st at 14.39 for the 90-day, and on January 11th for the 30-day SOI at 21.45. These were particularly strong readings. The 30-day SOI crossed over below the 90-day, thus Monday, which will add to the momentum. Iowa State University climatologist Elwin Taylor believes that the SOI, whether La Nina or El Nino, is directly relative to growing conditions in the Corn Belt. He suggests that we have a 70% chance of a below-trend line yield in the Corn Belt in a La Nina year, and 70% chance of an above-trend line yield in an El Nino year. He follows the 90-day SOI using positive or negative 8 as his benchmark for which is in place. The Enzo tends to breathe in and out while deflating. We are still currently very much under La Nina SOI readings, which are trending lower toward neutral, but there is evidence that this multi-year La Nina has peaked, and the models strongly suggest a further collapse into summer. Models are for over an 80% chance that this La Nina is terminating. Shifting full circle to El Nino by next summer seems like a reach. Normal crop yields this season would be attainable. Recent rains in Argentina and the Western Plains suggest that the beginning of a major shift in weather patterns that have previously sustained drought in the southern South America and west of the Mississippi and the U.S. In 2022, the carryout was shrinking into an almost certain La Nina year with a worsening drought. And users struggled to keep supply needs met without the prospect of any great relief from supply tightness before harvest. The drought lengthened the 2022 demand season. Basis levels reached $1.60 over Chicago at the extreme where we live. We locked up $1.20 over Chicago for the last of our old crop cash sales. The drought in the plains and western Corn Belt resulted in an imbalance of where Corn Belt supply exists regionally, favoring adequate supply in the eastern Corn Belt where production levels were normal. This keeps end users on edge supporting Chicago border trade basis premiums in the west, something that continues today. The cash corn prices remain remarkably steady here in northwest Iowa and could continue to float along this way with basis balancing the Chicago Board of Trade price. There are reasons to believe that the basis will continue to support the cash market until new crop supply availability arrives. Some are therefore bullish due to basis expectations. I do not necessarily disagree with that for the near term. I think it may be difficult to add much to the current cash price from futures. Bulls are hoping that basis gains offset futures losses. Theoretically, we could see $6 spot futures with a $1.20 over Chicago basis, and guess what? Our cash market is still pretty much unchanged. The higher cost of carrying cash inventory dilutes futures market gains, 
The benefit from storing physical corn is that the producer remains along the basis. The negative is if the futures market fails to add to gains. One way to skin the cat is to head futures or options and benefit from a weak futures market and still benefit from an improving basis. Then futures market losses produce paper gains and basis improvement adds to the bottom line. I do not see the incentive in these scenarios to hold cash inventory this year as I've done in the past. The 2023 crop insurance price guarantee being set in February and is currently a little different than the 590 a year ago. I may have a negative near-term outlook but have no interest in selling the new crop discount. As of this writing at the local elevator, we have 702 cash corn, while the new crop bid is just 546. Much of the prospective loss is basis associated. I have zero interest in hedging new crop corn. If we have to sell for 546, then I would wait until then. Instead, bend the crop and hedge the carry. I sold my 2022 cash corn crop for $7.23, and it could be a long time until I sell any 2023 corn. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 